Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. How ex- how exciting you guys all made it. <laughs> oh man, hi. Um let's just officially get this started. So before I bring out my guests, I you guys know what's coming here. So I mean I'm assuming who here has not heard my podcast before and is in an empty theater thinking they're gonna get like John Wilkes boothed any minute. Uh well here you go, fam. What's up, shitheads? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty live at Tree Fort Music Festival. It's a motherfucking pod fort. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, Johnny G, standing six foot two, 304 pounds. He's trying, but festival diets are not good. He really likes Basque food. All you got to do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, abortion is healthcare. I agree with you, but you are a dated reference. Not joining me on the High Mighty Studios today is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur Gabris is a senior dog, chilling back in Los Angeles, but who will be joining me on the High Mighty stage today for a live episode on my Dre from Tree Fort. You know him, you love him. From the podcast Improv for Humans, it's my mentor turned friend, Matt Besser. <laughs> A comedian who I first met at my own power hour and is one of the funniest dudes I know. He's got a special dropping soon. Put your hands together for Shane Doris. And from the podcast Bitch Sesh, it's Danielle Snyder. Woo! I'm officially very sweaty. Welcome, freaks. Thanks for coming to my pot. And I'm these freaks as well. We have now doubled the capacity here at the Egyptian Theater by bringing out my three guests. <laughs> Sold that, out another one, Gabrus. <laughs> yeah, it's tough to look out and, um, you know, on some blank, blank earth. Well, that, there's a lot of people in the balcony in the dark. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what I'm thinking. Bad. There's about... 
Yeah, my bleacher creatures, man. The 700 of you up there, thank you. We can't hear them because they're not mic'd, right, uh, listeners at home? <laughs> There's two reasons to sit in a balcony on a day like today. And what? what it's the Pee Wee Herman reason and the Fred Willard exactly. reason? <laughs> <laughs> one's getting high, I guess. I oh, thought, yeah, that one. Oh, I thought one of the reasons was going to be to throw up on the people below. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't even think oh, of that. that A full rivalry that between the groundlings and the bleacher creatures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start a Braveheart-style rumble between you guys. I think it'll be exciting. Um, I have really bad peanut breath from uh, jamming down some... Uh, Jamming down some nuts in the green room. Dude, we got some road stories for you. This is like the filth with Motley Crue. I want to make nuts before going on stage. I hate to lean so far into tight, but it's the dirt, not the filth. Oh, Motley Crue. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you for leaning into your own stereotype. You're very well. You know, I like doing shows where I can memorize the whole audience's names at the end. <laughs> able to see like the whites of all of their eyes yeah. <laughs> but not I would say don't shoot till you see the whites of their eyes but in Boise you don't want to be bringing up shoot. people have guns on them here that is new to me and can I mention two things I mentioned to you yesterday John yes. you guys apparently passed two laws recently one is to be able to have a firing squad to uh for the for, for the death penalty like, for, <laughs> to see uh, their way out capital uh, punishment and oh. the other one is to make it easier to shoot wolves <laughs> is that Are you a, guys aware of these laws do you have a wolf problem in Boise I, that might be a bigger Idaho problem than Boise specifically right there's not like wolves ordering Basque food around here <laughs> they're not yeah they're not roaming around the PF Chang <laughs> I'd like red wine with some Coca-Cola in it. <laughs> That's the one thing I know about Basque food from uh, a 40-year-old episode of Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> uh, this morning, I was getting a... Co oh, this morning. At 12.30, I was getting breakfast uh, at uh, some cafe, and a guy was in there, uh, an older man was in there in front of me, and I guess he was trying to get someone to meet him at this cafe, and I hear him go, I'm across from, and this is right across from the Egyptian. He must look at the marquee. He goes, I'm across from high and mighty with John Gribbis. And I'm standing right behind him, and I'm going to be like, you should come. And he's like. I wonder if that's on Waze. <laughs> well, he then reads the entire marquee if that's going to help. He's like, and then improv something better. Yeah. He's then literally sounding out Tig's name. I'm like, give Look at the address. Give the name of the place you're in. You're a I'm Ty Gnotaro. <laughs> Next week, Judy Collins. <laughs> uh, I overheard a gentleman at a coffee shop, an older gentleman, say, uh, Oh, I had to pay the tree fort parking $10. In LA, $10 is such a discount for like five minutes at a meter. <laughs> Things are different. <laughs> Things are different here than L.A. For, uh, for sure. Say what? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting that vibe. Well, not during Tree Fort. It feels a lot. Uh, Besser and I had a fun experience last night. We're going to talk about festival experiences and how you can enhance them and save yourself from the perspective of old people. But old people were the ones who told us this. We're the young ones delivering this information to you. We're friends with older we're, comics. We're hip. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm so young. I'm so young, and I'm just charged up about festivals in general. 
Uh, last night we were going to get some street dogs mm-hmm. across, just like young people do. <laughs> just like young, just like my doctor does not want me to do is get chorizo we're at so one young. in the morning. Yeah, we're so young. We're so not worried I'm about our levels of cholesterol. I'm on more of a Boise street meat diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Boise keto diet for me. I will. Can I say something about Boise? I've been to three restaurants in Boise. They all have clam chowder. There is not a goddamn ocean around. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this the soup? Du jour it's of like every New England clam chowder in Boise. I was like, really? I was like, not a tomato bisque? I mean, what's happening? Have you ever a had potato? the Boise chowder in Boston, though? <laughs> That's awesome. If you order it, you get stomped out by House of Pain, so be careful. <laughs> uh, we, we were getting late night dogs, and there were like four young Wasted gentleman in front of us, like, like our age. Yeah, like our yeah, age, like yeah, young, yeah. like twenty-four-year-olds. Fellow, it was like looking in the mirror. Fellow honestly. brothers from from Delta Chi. <laughs> but and they were that young age of drunkenness, where when you're drunk, you need to pull in all strangers to your drunkenness, and you feel like everyone wants to party with us. <laughs> These and guys. I was like, hey man, my name's Vim. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He's like, what's up? I'm Vim. We were with some other comic who's uh, walking around who had like long dreadlocks and Vim is like my man you guys got the crazy drip which and we're like all right we have to engage with this freak so we're like what should we order here and he's like oh the all beef with the bacon man and we're and he's like going off and we're like all right we but then he turns to the dreadlocks guy he's like damn dude you look like motherfucking Paul McCartney because he had on John Lennon specs yeah he had little circle <laughs> glasses fucking Paul McCartney the other guy, someone, and they're, they're a group. They are multi, multicultural, handsome 20-year-olds. And the, the one of the other guys in the group goes, R.I.P. McCartney. And I go, no, Paul McCartney is one of the few that are still alive. And, someone, and, someone, and another guy who's roasted them about Paul McCartney goes like, yeah, dude, man, I love Paul McCartney movies. What? He yeah. goes, what's your favorite Paul McCartney movie? <laughs> and I go, Annie Yo. Hall. Like just... <laughs> so he thinks it's that guy, Paul, Paul who Simon? died. Or does he think it's Paul Simon? Or Paul Sorvino? No, from Fast and Furious, that guy who oh, died. Oh, Paul Walker. Yes. He thinks it's Paul Walker? <laughs> wow. They're all making fun of each other, thinking it's Paul Walker. Yeah, man, what's your favorite Paul McCartney movie? <laughs> I go, dude, he's one of the Beatles. And he's like, oh. And then they're all like, oh, man. And then they all get like toppings on their hot dogs. And they're like being kind of rambunctious and we're busting balls. You mean condiments? Did I say condoms? No, you said toppings. And I think of that as more of an ice cream thing. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you know, Shane broke open the idea of hot dogs for me because he said he prefers something with a roof. What did I say? Oh, Oh. you uh, you meant like stall? I meant, I meant. An establishment with a roof, not outside that it can move. <laughs> but when you said I that, I mean, I, I wasn't referring to the top part of a bun. That's the roof of the hamburger. Shane, I was so You got to put a roof on that, baby. These Mexican sandwiches onions. are open in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> They're like convertibles for street meat. I was so wasted last night when you said that. I was like, that's a good theory in life, man. You don't want to eat something that's just open air. <laughs> like... <laughs> So I've now I've been Christ. calling them toppings. I've been calling them toppings. 
<laughs> I guess it's condiments. But you, it's. Well, I think I'm not against toppings. I, I well, think okay. that's so I, weird. I actually, see, I think there's I see both. both sides of this argument. Yes. No, yeah. There's only one side. I would say ketchup, mustard, mayo. That's a, that's a condiment. Right, but I would say like sauerkraut relish might be toppings. Really? All right. I don't yeah. think people say condiments anymore because it does sound too much like condoms. Yeah, that's why people stop saying. People, people like raw dog. Gonna, <laughs> people are so to. afraid that you're gonna drop a fucking condom on their hot dog. <laughs> I think people are just so into raw yeah, I'll dogging. Yeah, take the old beef frank with a spent rubber on top. <laughs> All mayo. <laughs> also, the, the the guy who was closest to mine and Besser's age in this entire event was the Meaning guy... 23? <laughs> yes, yeah. Split, the split guy the who can rent their moving truck. <laughs> the guy who was closest to our age was the guy who was putting giving out the hot dogs, and he was like laughing at all these kids, like connecting with us, like, these kids. And I'm like, I'm wasted at the same music festival as these kids. <laughs> But then, oh, but then they walk away with their dogs, and we were like, what a fun group of young lads. They're laughing. <laughs> they're laughing. All of a sudden, we look over, and there's like a dude being held back by his throat. He's like, say that shit again. They've and immediately- the going, hold my hot dog. Hold my hot dog. <laughs> I must go fight someone down the street. Like minutes after they walk away from minutes us. Seconds. And me and, ben, me and Besser instantly become, you know, the 26-year-olds, the older gentlemen. We're like, guys, no need to fight. <laughs> like, let's not fight. And then they start getting louder and louder, they and I'm fighting like- fighting over what was the best Paul Walker song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were thinking of uh, they've only listened to the White Album backwards, and uh. that's why they thought Paul was dead. They've never played music frontwards. <laughs> Is that how you say it? Forward. Just regular like? Reg- can you play this song regular like, please? <laughs> um, you, have you guys been to a lot of festivals? It's something that, like, it's the one perk of being, like, a middle-class comedian is that you get to, like, go to festivals and be treated like, I'm going to use air quotes for the listeners at home, royalty. <laughs> you know, you get, like, the artist badge, and you can pretend that you're, like, a, a recording artist, and you get to, like, get free drinks and shit. So that, it really... Listen to you. Listen to you, John Cabris. He thinks he is less than recording artist. That's <laughs> what you Walker. just said. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Paul Paul McCartney is better than Paul Walker? <laughs> well, as a member of La Familia, you know, I I love Fast and the Furious, so Paul Walker's meant more to me in the long run than Paul McCartney. <laughs> wow, that's a <laughs> wow. That's Brian, man. That's Mia's ex-husband, man. His I, widow, man. I would say he's meant more to the world. Uh, <laughs> But the com- comedians, we do feel, it's true, though, we feel less than than the rock stars. I We're don't. at the same festivals. I don't. Oh, that's... Oh, is that a rock star with her? Yeah. <laughs> it was Jenny Lewis. <laughs> yeah. You guys are better. You know. I feel fantastic. I have, a great, I have a great sense of self. Okay. I guess maybe more, it's not less about feeling less than, but we don't, you don't really get special treatment anywhere as a comedian, but then you kind of... Oh, because you're not a woman. Oh, oh do you get? Is it better for no, women? No, it's worse. I, oh, okay, I was about to say. I've heard other. I don't want to tell you. You're quite the opposite. No, I'm, I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's so much worse that when I just feel not spit upon, I feel like a super fucking star. Oh, <laughs> when I get paid the same as the, oh, my that fellow. Would never happen. <laughs> I'm paying paid nothing right now. Uh, that's fair, and <laughs> that's a little bit less than me. <laughs> but I it, love the festivals. Yeah. Me too. I met Shane at Bonnaroo. At yeah. Bonnaroo. Why am I pronouncing it like that? I'm French. It's I met Bonnaroo. Sh- Bonnaroo. <laughs> Bonnaroo. I met Shane at Bonnaroo. Like cold, I landed, showed up to do my power hour, and it was Shane and our mutual friend Kyle who 
we never were, met me before, and they were like, yeah, we're down to do a power hour on stage at Bonnaroo. They might not know what a power hour is. Ooh, does it, the, round of applause. Do you know what a power hour is? This is my audience. I can't believe the dude with a bucket hat is the one who doesn't know. <laughs> I thought you'd get that free for completing a power hour. I, I haven't done a power hour since college, but a power hour as we knew it was, you took one shot of beer per minute for an hour. Yeah, for 60 minutes. 60 shots. It's not a lot of beer. It ends up being like, if you're doing one like ounce pours, beers. it ends up being about five or six beers. But that's, that's a lot of that's beer. A ton, <laughs> that's a ton of beer. Sorry, that, I better check my 300 pound privilege. <laughs> I think we also better check the state we're doing this podcast. No, no, They're fine with it. Daniel, <laughs> probably her drunkest night of her life was five beers. And you're like, five I've, beers I will an say hour, I've no never problem. drank five beers. Five beers, let's do some clap push-ups. <laughs> Five beers with like double Danielle's body weight. <laughs> After like a glass and a half of water, I'm like, I'm wasted. <laughs> water? <laughs> I'm too one hydrated. of those people that could like drown from water. <laughs> just drinking too much of it. But Shane showed up and just ripped 60 shots of beer on stage and then I was like, oh. And then we spent the rest, like, and that's, if you do that on a Friday at like yeah, one the, in the afternoon. And it's the at Tennessee <laughs> heat, you know, like in the middle of summer, and everyone's baked on ecstasy, <laughs> and we're just sitting there getting loaded in some art barn. Uh, it was it was pretty messy. I, yeah, we uh, had like a show seven hours later that we had to do somehow, <laughs> and uh, that was the last year they had comedy at Bonnaroo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also I Imagine. think. I'll be honest, like, uh, I was hanging out with some of the staff people because I, like, kiss up to them, you know? When oh, I that's these the things, move. Because that's the access. And then uh, they got me into the super VIP area where all the, like, big rock stars were hanging out. And I accidentally, <laughs> No comedians in there. Truly, place. there were not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to use the bathroom. I went in the bathroom. <laughs> that's a, why they don't let you in. Uh, you, this might not. I took a shit in the singer from the killer's bathroom. <laughs> Brandon Flowers? <laughs> yeah. uh, toilet Flowers is more like it. I, and then, uh, they were not pleased with me after that. Uh, took a while were to you get more my check. human or more dancer after that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. I met you at a festival, too. What, was it, was it I think Getcha? Outside Lands. Oh, was it Outside Lands? Yeah, yeah. That's a fun one, too. That's like. That's the best because you get to like you're the, the ones in the cities. I think are the best because you get to like you can party and do your shows and see whoever you want. And then if you like like a great city like San Francisco, you can just run around town and do whatever sure. you want after. Sure. Yeah. This I, is. I have an outside land story. Can I tell it, John? No, this thank you. Let's keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, of course. Only festivals John and I did in the summer of 2018 will be the subject of this podcast. <laughs> So I'm at an Outside Land Festival in San Francisco, and they have a comedy tent. And they move that tent around um, through the years. But this, this year, it was up on a hill, which was good, because it kept it away from the music. Because there's nothing worse than <laughs> comedy tents than just some band just cranking it, and you oh. can't hear us. It's you can't crazy. hear, the audience can't hear you, you can't hear each other up there, and then most of all, the audience keeps being reminded that there's also live music. It's right? <laughs> It's like, oh, you, is that... Co <laughs> they're dancing, they're grooving to the music while can't, not hearing your comedy. It's like you're setting up a punchline, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we are the killers. Like, everybody just leaves the fucking room. They're not Sorry, supposed to go we're five minutes late. There was a problem in the green room. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so it was... 
it was the last day of the festival. It was probably a Sunday, and it was we. Everyone goes to the last concert because it's the big name, and it was fucking Elton John. That that it, I, it was one of the best shows I ever saw. It was so great. Wasn't he in Fast and Furious? God, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going. Right. That was awesome. <laughs> He's added in five. Uh, when when Paul McCartney dies. When Paul McCartney in. dies, Elton John takes his place. Yeah. Well. Saturday night's all right for fighting. But it was after the show, and it's time to go. After the last show, the festival is over, and it's they tell you, get out, head for the exits. So everyone's heading for the exits. I'm with, I'm with a lot of the comedians. James Adomian's with me. We, we walk back up the hill towards our comedy tent because all our stuff was there. My jacket was there. My laptop was there. My backpack, just all of our stuff is there. We start to walk up the hill. And there's this line of security, like telling people, move out, everybody move out. And they're blocking the entrance that goes up the hill. And us comedians come up to security and we're like, we're comedians, we show them our badges. We, we're in the comedy team, we need to get our stuff. And they're like, uh-uh, nobody up the hill. And we're like, our stuff's up there. We're part of this festival. We, we're going up that hill. And they're like, no, we've been told. Everybody's to- part of the festival, pal. That's yeah. kind of you guys' thing here. A lot of people's laptops are backstage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can point any direction. Someone's going to have a laptop in San Francisco. We're, and, you know, now it's getting kind of like, hey, man, I got my shit up there. I'm going to go up there. But they're, they're literally, like, holding, like, doing this with their arms and saying no one goes past. And you guys have been to festivals, and you see people with a security shirt on their back. How, how much of the year do you think there's security? <laughs> Just that festival. One week, yeah, it's like National Guard, one weekend a month, two weeks a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I told my daughter I'd buy a bunch of her Girl Scout cookies, so I have to do this gig. So my guess is they're more into the law than the spirit. Spirit of the law, as I've explained to my daughter. <laughs> I'm a spirit of the law guy. So I say, well, I'm going up that hill. And James Tony's behind me. And I go, I'm going to go up that hill. And they go, you can't. I go, well, I'm going to. So I break through their arms. <laughs> and I go, James, let's just run. They can't catch us. <laughs> so I start running up the hill. I think Kate Bush wrote a song about this. Thank you. <laughs> I start running up that hill. The whole time Adomian's doing like a Bernie Sanders impression. <laughs> <laughs> like, we gotta go, Matthew. We gotta go. Tax 1% of 1%. <laughs> 90% of the dollars spent at outside lands are not for the people. <laughs> so I'm running and all these security start chasing me. And there's a bunch of them. So it's like five security people chasing me. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm 55 year old. I'm pretty lithe and, you know, I'm, I'm running. I'm, I'm, I got some speed on me. So I run up there, I get to the green room, I grab my backpack and my jacket, and now I hear on walkie-talkies, because you can hear walkie-talkies, whatever I'm wearing, uh, orange shirt and uh, a lot of hair, describing me in the worst way, you know? Looks desperate for a laptop. Um, they're all chasing me. Now police are chasing me. Now they got the real police, uh, and I'm singing people... Um, turning around so I'm, I'm running down the hill and I see a cop that's like a Kate this. Bush B-side I, <laughs> I see a cop going like this on his mic bah, 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 and then he turns around right as I go past him and I jump over like this barrier 
right as he turns, like, <laughs> looking for me. <laughs> and now it's on him. Now I'm scared because it's a real police, not yellow shirt security. They, they they're, not, they're not about the spirit of the law, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> They're classically not chill. <laughs> so I do what we were talking about last night when we saw that guy without a shirt running down the street. What did you say? I said, this guy just shot up the festival and it's like, he just got in a oh, fight. Oh, yeah. That was horrifying. Seeing someone sprint in street clothes is one of the most horrifying things you could see. But with his shirt off in the middle of the winter at like midnight. Yeah. It's like, what's going on that he has his shirt off? And, but that was me. I'm like... I got to change my clothes and become a different character here on the run. <laughs> I and I know this story because I was at this outside lands, but I was also had to host a bunch of bullshit, so I wasn't there to go back to get. But then we you met were up in the van. Yeah, I was in the van. You came up with like a white t-shirt, like you literally like changed on the fly. You were like, <laughs> I'm it's taking amazing. clothes out of my bag, taking my shirt off, changing my hair look. <laughs> Put a banana on my nose. No, I didn't do that. Besser, who is the guy who brought me to Outside Lands to do Hascat, and I'm seeing him go, we gotta go, we gotta go. And I'm like, what the fuck? Thinking he got in a fighter. And it's like him and Adomian, and they're like, we gotta get out of here. The police are after us. I was like, holy shit. Improvisers go hard. That's <laughs> we do. That's wild. Yes, yeah, man. A, so a, we jumped in the van and got out. But I'm being like, you, you, you make more of it in the moment because you're scared. But I'm sure they had forgotten. But, but like we're driving out of the place. I'm like <laughs> full Nazi Germany, you know, hiding down in the They're the like, hay. they're checking IDs like, like it's a stop. Like it's Checkpoint Charlie. Okay, and you're like, you are comedians, huh? <laughs> Everyone in the van is a comedian. Florin! <laughs> Open the trunk. Let's see what's in there. What's under this pile of old T-shirts? <laughs> oh, we found ourselves on that Besser. <laughs> <laughs> so I escaped. I, I think I called my wife immediately. He called like, me immediately, and he was like, I'm running from the police. And I was like, oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Puts it I on. I was like, we have a child. <laughs> did we have a child then? Yes, we did. <laughs> it's crazy you got through the front line of, God, like, you just walked through, they all, like, arm linked, and you just walked through it? We busted through. I go, they're not like, going to be Red able Rover, to stop Red us. Rover, Red Rover, Red That's amazing. <laughs> he screamed, the you like pig suey. Well, what would you have done? Well, what I, would you have done? I mean, I would have been like, I think I would have gra- tried to grab you if that was my job. No, I mean, if you were me. Mean. Your stuff oh, was no, up I there. Done, I think I would have done what you did. You're like those people who snuck into the White House when the Obamas were sleeping. <laughs> what? Yeah. I thought he was going to say remember? January 6th. Like, no. Now what? what? No, no. no those guys didn't one. sneak in. They just kind of <laughs> let somebody open the door for them. Uh, I don't no. know this at all. Do you remember there was, this? Like, these people. There was like, this couple who pretended to be like dignitaries. Oh, this, I know who they are. Yeah, and I they know them. They were there. real housewives. I know them. <laughs> what? What? It was Michelle Salahi and her husband Tariq. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Venn diagram of Real Housewives and High and Mighty? Well, all yes. right, okay, okay. People there are like, I guess I'm a High and Mighty fan. I'm sitting through this fucking show. <laughs> I think that's who you mean, but I'm I, not sure. I mean, my, I mean, I didn't look I too. Like clearly, the analogy was not a great, <laughs> great one. Very. Accurate. But what, they just went and watched. Barack well, they were like sleep. they were like on a tour, and then they just kind of like wandered off, and they they went into these areas. They were like, "You're not supposed to go there," and they were like, "We can do what we want." Like, yeah, they sound like the real moxie to just do what you intended, like acting like you belonged. 
goes a really long way a lot of the time. Yours yeah. was uh, yours was like way more brute force. Kind of <laughs> sexy. I felt it? righteous though. I felt no, righteous. Not, not like sneaking into a. No, place. no, you are correct. I think you're like you are. You're correct, but it's just, it is wild that they just they, there was no solution presented by them for you to be like. Oh, well, we'll have somebody go get your laptop right, and bring exactly. it down. Well, Matt is always trying to teach our daughter, like, because now she's nine. And so we're always trying to go, like, we want you to obey the rules except for stupid ones. Like, we are <laughs> trying to, like, get her, like, you can't, you don't have to obey every rule. And that's, like, so freeing for the child. They're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it's like, believe it or not, the world is a gray area. Yeah, I remember the first time my father said to me is, your teacher is stupid. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, my parents best. never sided with me against the teachers. It was always like, they were always like, what'd you do in class today? I was like, what the fuck? Why do you, are, I'm with them for s- six months of the year. Like, let me fucking be on my Also, team. do you, you want to be like, do you really care what I did in class? <laughs> you don't. Let me ask you about the reports you filled out today, Dad. <laughs> you know I don't give a shit. Why are we making this kind of small talk? <laughs> <laughs> this marriage was over years ago. <laughs> I love the concept of small talk between the kids and their parents. <laughs> oh, yeah, so oh, so my kids small talking me all the time. <laughs> Some weather we're having, huh, Dad? <laughs> Some of us, that's all we ever had with our folks. Yeah, well, I was about to say, some of us steered it towards small talk because yeah, everything yeah. else was a little too triggering. Yeah. You still up there pretend complaining on stage? <laughs> Be a lot of like, Dad, did you see Terminator again? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just talk about that yeah. and nothing else, That was please. a nice memory of ours. <laughs> Wish yes. my dad watched Terminator. <laughs> I know. That's like, I think my, my you know, I host another podcast called Action Boys where we watch action movies. And plug. Plug, of course. <laughs> I got to get seven more listeners. <laughs> uh, and I think a lot of it stems from I liked action movies growing up because it was like a quiet 90 minutes next to my dad. Yeah. <laughs> like where he wasn't going, you cleaned your fucking robe, you know, when you're in a street fight, never cross your fucking dog. My dad was like a guy who like was constantly spewing life advice from his yeah. like dirtbag perspective. Through the metaphor of Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Uh, but my dad was like... I want to hear the street fight advice. My dad was a high school dropout scumbag and he uh, to- he famously told me what... And he talked, he talked like he had a congestion full time. I think it was... <laughs> I think it was red wine. And uh, the reason I'm... Your dad is an interesting high school drop. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, he had to get his GED and cut his hair so he could marry my mom. Because wow. my mom's dad, uh, my pop-pop, was a, like an Italian Sounds like union the song guy. Papa Don't Preach. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh look at gentleman. that. What a gentleman. Thank you. I'm so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Strong man did it, and I can't get my microphone. For the listeners, um, Besser put a deck of playing cards for Danielle to stand on so she could reach the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so teeny tiny, a chew. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) someone left out one grain of pepper. I'm stuffed now. (laughs) (laughs) But my. We watched a movie where someone did like an axe handle, you know, which is like a double hand hit to someone. And if you watch wrestling, you, they do it by incl- uh, intertwi- interlocking their fingers. And my father, we were watching a fight scene where they did that. He's like, never do that, Jody, because that's how I sprayed eight of my figures at a street fight once. <laughs> I was like, what? You did that move? 
And he's like, yeah, I had this big motherfucker down on the ground. I thought I would finish him off or something. Like, and he's like, I ended up burning. He's like, if, so if you're ever in that situation, just do two fists. And I was like, you want to go ape, not Hulk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Very prime. My dad was like always, he always had, I'm sure listeners of my pod know, I talk about him a lot, but he'd be like, when we go to the re- go to a restaurant, he's like, I want to sit face in the door. And I'm like, why? He's like, yeah. if anything happens, I'll be the first. You know what? Matt says that to me. <laughs> I do that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Matt says that to me all the time. I'd be like, no, 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 me facing the door. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> I've been cold cocked a lot of people. <laughs> but uh, I learned, so I remember learning you don't put your thumb in your fist when you fight. Yes, yeah, that's for shit it. sure. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> learned that? How'd you learn that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, not the hard way. That, no, no, not the okay, hard way. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's hard not to hurt your hand in a street fight. That That's is very true. At the handful of I my god, so true. <laughs> well, you're from you're from Florida. I'm from I don't Florida. I don't people say- have tried to fight me, and I always say you can, you will win. <laughs> <laughs> like if you give up immediately and show your belly, they don't want it anymore. <laughs> it really, honestly, it's worked for me so many times. Well, you have that fucked up prison tattoo on your belly that I scares do. everyone away. <laughs> I do. Street fights, something I used to, I don't know if they still do this, but when I was growing up, and I feel like in my 20s, I noticed this a lot, but guys would they'd get all amped up, and it'd usually start w- with a shove, not a, not, just a, not an actual, not an actual punch. Yeah. Like, are you going to really do this with me? This is me saying, you going to start this or not? Everyone wants the other person to swing first, so you feel vindicated and maybe have but, that but, in court. But I yeah. noticed the first move before you swing is to take off your shirt because yeah. you don't want to fuck it up. You don't want to fuck up the collar or have someone bring it over your head. Oh, yeah, you don't want to get hockey pummeled. Like also, like, you know, like, like after you've been in a street fight, you're like, hey, his shirt looks good, but his face is all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, put, put your button down back on with blood coming out of your you're fucking like, nose. I saw you lost the fight, but I like how you took off your shirt first. <laughs> Smart kid, remember, don't interlock the fingers. <laughs> Uh, the the answer, I mean, we're supposed to talk about festival survival, yeah. but if we're talking fist fight survival, honestly, I feel like eighty five percent of street fights go to the person who swung first. Like, if, like the one time I got in like a one on one straight up like high school fight, I, I, I've been like Matt said, I've been cold clocked. I got a fucking Stein broken over my head, oh. unbeknownst to me, knocked me out. I've been knocked out. Hold on, Ben Stein hit you in the head. <laughs> so old. Anyway, gay breasts, <laughs> gay breasts, <laughs> and I wasn't listening. Do you have my money? <laughs> <laughs> Dry eyes. <laughs> wow, that was Ben Stein's entire career in two sentences. Bueller, <laughs> do you have my money? He's a very rich man. <laughs> yeah. We also didn't. Well, didn't he write speeches for like? I Reagan think he was a real like Republican, that? creepy. Yeah. 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 No offense. <laughs> People are just firing. (laughs) People are just firing rounds into the ceiling in support. Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's ad time on High and Mighty. That means we'll be only one thing. We're talking Athletic Greens AG One, baby. The all-in-one formula that makes it easy for me to cover my nutritional bases every day. Just a simple. 
easy step upon waking up before I even have my coffee. I smash down one scoop of powder in a glass of water. It gives me the 75, oh, I love this phrase, 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients of the highest quality, giving me major benefits like gut, mood, uh, support, boosted energy, healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. Damn, dude, all that from AG1. And since it's such an easy buy-in, it's just one scoop of powder, water, chug it down, boom, you get 12 ounces of water, 16 ounces of water immediately upon waking up, and those 75 vitamins, minerals, and a whole food source ingredients, and boom, you get it and go. I just got back from a camp. Oh, you probably heard from last week's ad. I just did a camping trip. I had my athletic greens in the morning, and it made me feel alive, made me feel like I wasn't fully off the rails. So if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. The travel packs are money with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash mighty. That's A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. That's athleticgreens.com slash mighty. Check it out. I, people have tried to fight me at twice I can remember, which is shocking, because I'm always like, really? That's um, terrifying. But I remember this one girl in high school named Kirill Kuntz, but we always said her real name was Carol Kuntz, <laughs> and <laughs> she was trying to make it fancy. Um, she just churched it up a bit. <laughs> but but uh, her boyfriend that she had just broken up with and I were making out, sorry, honey, and... This is where Matt finds out you had a life before him. <laughs> It snaps. <laughs> I can't wait to tell my story after this. <laughs> and she was like, and I will sit here. <laughs> and she was, and they're like, Kirill wants to fight you now. Because, you know, she found out you're making out with this guy. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want to make out with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He it wasn't works. that. He wasn't that I was cute. Like, I don't need it this bad. <laughs> like, no. And then the second time, I was in a car on like a you know a Saturday night in Florida, as you are. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know you're looking around buying like, meth. No, but you are. You're like you're literally driving around from like swamp to swamp <laughs> to find the party. Swamp crawl. <laughs> it was. It's like someone out in this this swamp has got a keg. <laughs> That's all it fucking was. Just swamp. Oh. To swamp. My God. <laughs> I'm be- poor too. Like I, this is this, but this is dirt bed shit. <laughs> that's, that's pretty it bad. It was so, or it was either that, or if that party got busted, you go to the McDonald's at Crocker. <laughs> but anyway, so you go to swamp to swamp to find some beer, and so we were just driving around, and all of a sudden, like we're at a stoplight, and I see a girl in the car. Oh, I just look over like that, and then. And then look back in the car. You know, you just look at the car next to you to be like, is there somebody I know? I yeah. probably know them heading to the swamp. <laughs> and, and I looked. I didn't know her. So I looked back. And then I see her at the stoplight, get out of her car, banging on my, on my friend's fucking window in the car. She's like, I will fuck you up. And I was like, what's happening? And my friend's like, oh, my God, she will kick your ass. I went to Catholic school with her. She had a baby in middle school. And I was like, what? It's fu- You're t- touching on something here that takes, like, 
distance to learn about people. <laughs> like all the people who you thought were like the craziest, most like badass or even coolest kids in high school had the most fucked up home yes. lives. And it's like you always learn is like, man, Glenn is out till midnight every weeknight. And you're like, wait, no, that's in hindsight really yeah, sad. It's really, <laughs> yeah. it's really upsetting. It's His buried. mom's a night nurse, but not like an RN, just kind of checks people in. <laughs> Oh, no, he met his dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it was upsetting. It's like this girl has lived through some shit. <laughs> right. She can handle the pain of childbirth. Yeah. She's not going to go down from a Schneider jab. Yeah, and so my friend's like, oh, <laughs> there's no jab to be had. <laughs> there's no jab. So she's like, open the fucking window, open the fucking window. And I was like, I'm not opening the window. And my friend's like, she's going to break the car window. And I was like, she's going to break my face. <laughs> and so I just unroll it like this much. And I was like, hey. <laughs> she's How's like, the baby? <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. There's just like Matchbox 20 playing on the radio <laughs> yeah. when you're doing this. <laughs> if that. <laughs> and then she was just like, this girl knows, she goes to my friend, this girl knows I went to Catholic school with her. I will fuck you up. And I'm like, I heard, I she heard. She literally just told me. You guys, you guys should talk. Like, I was like, Catholic school? It's not like it's an inner city school in Baltimore. Like, <laughs> no, it was just down. Catholic school. But she was like, I don't know, that seemed very bad. I think bad. that was anti-Semitic, to be honest. It's probably like, I went to Catholic school, you oh, Jew. Fuck you, yeah. We're going to heaven after the fight. I'm ready to die. I'm, I'm The Lord's letting me in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the big fight I got in in high school was with this kid who was like, um, I I went to high school during and after Columbine, uh, nowhere near it, but it changed like the entire tenor of high school and like nerds sort of got this newfound fear and power like the trench coat kids at my school got like emboldened in a way like people were kind of afraid of them so they started getting a little and there was this one kid Chris who was I'm gonna whip you with my trench coat <laughs> <laughs> this one kid Chris was such a piece of shit he would like kick the whoever's chair in front of them and just like try to start fights with them and he was kicking this girl Noel who happened to be super hot <laughs> He was kicking a girl? Yeah, he was kicking a girl's well, chair. kicking her chair. Oh, I yeah. thought you said he was kicking Noel. <laughs> I was like, why are we laughing? <laughs> well, you know Noel. <laughs> She's the first Noel. <laughs> no, yeah, she was the first Noel of many. Yeah, playa. No, so he's What's like, this guy's name again? Chris? Chris, okay. yeah. Uh, it's Christmas. It's Chris Kringle versus Noel. <laughs> I went to, <laughs> there we go. North Pole High, class of 2000. Uh so Chris is like kicking her chair and he's like one of these like w you know wears a trench coat like fucking weird guy and all of a sudden I'm just like hey man knock it I got like this like fucking three o'clock high moment where I'm like hey man knock it off and he like stands up in class and gets in my face and the teacher tries to break it up and he's like I'll see you after school in the parking lot I think he says the ashtray which is the spot where everyone smokes in the parking yeah, lot yeah. he's like meet me at the ashtray after school and I was like oh shit okay and like because he, he got thrown out of class and then I was like I've actually. Were you like Noelle's gonna like me if I stand up? One hundred. Right Noelle is okay. the hottest girl. In well, class. then don't leave that part out, Gabrus. <laughs> I thought it was a given, based on my desperate heterosexuality vibe. <laughs> and he, and this guy was obviously negging. Yeah. Noelle. <laughs> yeah, right. She ends up. He's married to her now. Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> you so are I, from Long Island. <laughs> so I go outside to fight this guy, and I've never been like in a premeditated, like, you know, there's always been, like, group fights where it's like, we're going to South Merrick to fight the South Merrick kids or whatever. <laughs> so God. I've been in, like, those kind of, like, f faux rumbles, but I've never been in, Fumbles. like... Fumbles. Yeah, <laughs> 
I walk up to this guy, Chris. I have, and this is the most embarrassing. I have my uh, high school swimming bag on with, like, because I'm I'm on the Central High School District swim team with my goggles dangling from the fucking <laughs> strap oh and shit. And I walk up to this guy. What race did you swim? <laughs> hundred free, hundred fly, hundred breast, dog. Wow. Right here, and in high school, there's two hundred yard relays, so you could do fifties as well. Uh, all the all of the uh, swimming. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I know. All the swimming. Didn't know refs. we were gonna go down this wormhole. <laughs> I uh, I swim the butterfly, bro. You sure you want to? <laughs> Are this? you ready for this, man? I the, all the refs. I was like 17, and all the refs would be like, "Here comes the linebacker," because I was like <laughs> twice the size of all the other swimmers and bad. I wasn't like very good. But you displace more water, yeah. so in some sense you have an advantage. I, I had a huge dive. Affects <laughs> <laughs> the other swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> they all just wash onto the fucking deck. <laughs> You wake him up onto the deck. It's like, they, it's like when Shaq came into the NBA. Nobody knows how to guard this guy. <laughs> you got to get out ahead of him. The wake's too strong. He's, fu- <laughs> He's ruining the manatee's habitats. <laughs> the, the, joke the for my Florida heads. I got it perfectly. <laughs> for all the Floridians Wait, in the boats house. Boats are always hitting this dude. <laughs> So I drop my, he's like, what's up, motherfucker? And I drop my swim bag, and he just looks down at it, and I go, uh-oh. So I punch him in the face Smart. as hard as I can, like right away. And and people were like, after the, and he like starts to get up on all fours, and I kind of like grab him by the back of his collar, and I'm like punching him in the face and oh, stuff. Oh, that's the way to do it. Yeah. The principal tackles me. Like the principal, like a, guy, a 40-year-old man in a suit. My brother is now a principal. So, like, in, when I think of this story, I think of a guy like my brother having to tackle, like, a 16-year-old who's fucking Christmas storying some fucking... Like, ah! And he, like, tackles me. And I have to go to, like, Saturday detention. And, me, and then me and this guy, Chris, have to have kind of, like... What a, song is Bounce It, like, playing in your head when you're doing it? Like, I'm bouncing off the walls again. <laughs> my name is Enter Jonas, Sandman. and I'm carrying the will. You know, I was like a Weezer kid. <laughs> And the topic is festival survival <laughs> tips. This. If you're ever in a high school fight, let me take a break. <laughs> That's rad. What happened with the, the mediation between you two? We both kind of had like a moment outside where we're like, let's just get out of detention. And like they, we like both were like, we understand what we did was a mistake, like me and this kid. And then he dropped out of high school. <laughs> he would be oh, later, arrested, uh, later <laughs> arrested for like underage dating of a and i and i told this story at a uh, way to really make yourself the hero well here (laughs) this is i beat the fuck out of this pedophile well i'm like that guy who beat up jared in prison i told this story and ended it with that tag and and i and i was like really proud of myself i'm like i am a hero and the guy who hosted this storytelling show uh nights of our lives this guy dave martin he gets the microphone he goes unless of course the trauma of the fight caused him to be a pedophile (laughs) And I was like, oh, my. And you hear the, the crowd is like, oh. And I was like, like <laughs> thank you. You think you hit him so hard he was like, I like children now. <laughs> I was going to say, to the person who uses that excuse, <laughs> I know, right? yeah. they deserve what they get. Like whenever someone gets caught doing something awful in Hollywood, they're always like, uh, I'm a gay drunk. <laughs> and you're like, you can't use that, Spacey. Like, yeah. Other gay drunks don't do this shit. <laughs> So survival at a festival. <laughs> you don't even get me neither. <laughs> I think a lot of people make a turn to like try to get uh, the uh, the public on their side. Like when Spacey got 
bagged. He came out. He was like, "That's because I've been in the dealing with being in the closet." And it's like mm. that has nothing to do with systematic abuse of underage I people. Like, <laughs> so, what are we talking about in surviving a festival, John? Like, how do you have to survive a festival? I'm you got to stay hydrated. Okay, you can't come out of the gate too hard. If I could quote uh, the late great John Gabers, my father, "Act like you've been there before." <laughs> That That's was like when a, you win a you big think your game, dad not a go to a No, festival. he didn't, but he's, he, <laughs> said, he said it in reference to like not a, a Giants coach one time said that about not dancing in the end zone. My dad had that like <laughs> racist football fan energy where oh, he's yeah, like, my, I'm from Texas. <laughs> yeah, he's like, they don't even, they, see, he doesn't even, who's your favorite New York Giant? The third string white wide receiver dad? <laughs> cool. <laughs> if they just give him a shot, he'd be out there scoring. He's not touchdowns. celebrating in the end zone. It's so like, he hands the ball right to the ref and calls him sir. John, you say hydrated, but I have a, I have a festival problem the same I have with an airplane problem of being hydrated, where I, where I balance it because I I don't want to piss on the plane. It's such a fucking pain in the ass for me. And the same thing at festivals. Who wants to go to that porta potty, especially at a place like Bonnaroo or something? Yeah, it's, so there's a reason to not be hydrated too. Yeah, it's tough. You got to kind of like split the diff. You got like. Because last night, if we had to pee during Jenny Don't and the Spurs, I didn't know I, w- I was going to bail on the concert. I have to say, I had to pee earlier in the day here, and as I hate a porta potty, and so, but I have a technique to choosing porta potties. Oh, I, okay, I want to hear because I was going to give you one afterwards because I did I not like some, your technique. Like Don't micromanage my porta potty. Well, I didn't. <laughs> Let's talk porta potties. This is a big What's deal. What's your trick? My technique is you don't want to do the ones on the ends because those everyone goes to first. Everyone has to pee so bad they're going to try and get on the one on the end. You don't want to go in the middle because that's such a direct hit that also people are going to theirs. You want to go on the sides of those ones and you want to look at a one that looks like and you also want to see who's coming out of them and to see what they have. So profile people yes. is what yeah. you're saying. You want like a, yeah. you want like you a Yelp You want to hang outside review. of the toilets and watch who comes out. <laughs> you're not going to follow Shane or Gabe from the Porto Oh, like you're this so guy, great. You mean, <laughs> is that comedian podcaster the killers, Danielle? The killers? <laughs> yeah. That's a pristine toilet. And it's okay to pee on your husband's poop. Come on. Yeah, no, they I They say that in the vows. No. <laughs> it's actually a quite primal thing. It's in our DNA. <laughs> but I thought you went to like, there was a long row of like what? 30 porta potties, yeah. and I'd mm-hmm. say you went to like the seventh one. Yeah. I would have gone to the 20th one. No, because people were coming in from that other side. The too. 20th yeah. one from the other side is only the 10th yes, one. Yes, exactly. If there's 30 porta potties. Believe me, I was calculated. I think you, <laughs> look, went into it. you look at the grass in front of the porta potties because whichever one is worn down the least is the one that's been used the least. Wow. Yeah. And there might be a reason for that in there. So yeah, that's the terrible. Yeah, they're so you, it's two it's two sided. <laughs> it's like the New York s- empty subway car thing oh, yeah, where you're, you're like, like, oh, seats are available. You walk <laughs> in and go, oh, well, I know why. And there's <laughs> yeah. just like a fucking mound there's of turd a, in the middle of the <laughs> There's two bums having a shit fight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, it is I'd express. Like to you just sit down. <laughs> I, w- I would sooner touch the third rail. <laughs> <laughs> I also, if you can afford it and there's the VIP treatment package, just buy it. Like, yeah. The peace of mind to having a clean toilet is remarkable. <laughs> I'll leave a festival, go to my hotel room to shit. Oh. I will I- shit in a park. 
Like little, just like Papa Squat shit in the middle of a park be, that rather than go to a porto podcast. I will find no a stand selling fudge. <laughs> I will sneak into the back of that stand, shit, and cut it into squares <laughs> and sell it. Besser, do you have porta potty advice? Uh, well, yeah, I was gonna, gonna I was gonna similarly say go to the furthest one. Yeah. Um, but you never sit down in those things. You got to learn how to Ooh, levitate. Okay. Got yeah. it. Hindsight <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, stuff. Day late and a dollar short, Matt. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. Don't you guys have a strategy where you kind of stand oh, on your no, heels? I, I stand. On, women mostly stand on all toilets. Like what, we've never sat our ass down on a toilet. I know. I trust me. I go in after him all the time and <laughs> try to see if they sat on the I've toilet. I've never. <laughs> Give it well, snow. how are we figuring that out, John? <laughs> It's not warm. <laughs> I've never. It. Oh. <laughs> the way the way you test like a baby's bottle, I put my wrist on it. That's John Gabers, everybody. Later he'll be sniffing city bike seats. <laughs> <laughs> my family part, half of it is from the Ozarks, and uh, they have outhouses uh, up there. You know, even to this day, yeah. and those the, the concept of the outhouse. Because <laughs> a porta potty, you have a service come. And dump it out. <laughs> How do those uh, outhouses, outhouses work? <laughs> they just they go into like a, a hole in the ground. <laughs> well, have... I just thought you just kept moving the house and, Maybe. and covering well, up the, the hole. Uh, it's like a burial ground. <laughs> I'm about, it's a shit burial I'm, ground out there. <laughs> they have... I know how they work. It's ah! <laughs> from Texas. Well, they have trays in some of them, like okay. in the bottom, and then you like pull them out, and then you like drag the tray away, and then you... Yeah. I'm. Don't look at me. <laughs> Where no one is it. telling you you need to do this. Yeah, I'm just. We're just telling you, you something that exists. They make some of them, all right? <laughs> You're Boise. None of you are better than. You bring that tray <laughs> into the house. You put it in the oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hundred for and twelve minutes. And then you got yourself a nice little fruit loaf. <laughs> <laughs> I my I like these new porta potties have the urinal. Newfangled. The newfangled ones have that little urinal to the side, yeah. which and, kind a, of, and a place to wash your hands. Yeah. Oh. If you are, you don't. You didn't stick your dick in that, did you? <laughs> the thing to wash your hands, like that deep hole with the blue water and stuff in it. <laughs> you can rinse your whole arms in there. With charcoal. Just washing your hands in a porta potty seems like the most redundant thing you yeah. could. Possibly. I'm trying to touch nothing but my dick when I go in there, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah. if I can yeah, avoid. I open the door with my dick when I'm leaving. <laughs> Our daughter is right there. <laughs> She's supposed to wear noise canceling headphones for my show. She's, like, <laughs> She's listening to Hi, other Daddy. episodes. <laughs> um, I will hold. My thing is, I'll hold the door open to the porta potty because I have light. I have some claustrophobic issues, so when the door shuts, especially on a hot day, it's a little much. So at a festival, if I'm just peeing. I'll put like one leg back to keep the door what? half open. You stick your foot out so people you stand see your up. foot sticking out. I'm just out. trying to understand the positioning. Yeah, I'm sort of like, yeah, it's kind of like that. Well, what's this hand doing is my question for you. Oh, yeah, okay, well then you. Cool, man. I guess man. we're not that good of friends, Danielle. Treefort has toilet yoga this year. <laughs> what, what, the fact that you want to stand balance in a porta potty is also insane to me. That's so rich. I can get like one leg back because you only need to get it like a doorstop style, like uh, sort of kick. So you're in like a bit of a karate stance. I'll demonstrate. You put. No, is this something else your father taught you? <laughs> My dad was a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. <laughs> but you stand kind of like this and you piss. And if the urinal's here, you piss here, but you have this one foot out. 
holding the door open for fresh air. And then also, people know I'm not going to the one where the door is being held open. There's yeah, the guy, it looks like you fell into the toilet if your <laughs> leg's sticking out. Both my legs sticking out, <laughs> kicking inexplicably. <laughs> no one's helping you. Someone should help that guy. I don't want to get my shoes dirty, so I go into the uh, I go into the porta potty. With your bare feet. Plant my hands, go upside down, put my feet on the ceiling, and piss into the toilet. Danielle brings up a good point. You'll see at every festival that dude. He just says, "I'm barefoot, man." Oh. It's like really this oh. fucking animal. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Man. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh -oh, I'm always like, I here. would never be shoeless, but I'll wear like the slimmest of a flip-flop. And Matt's like, why don't you just put shit on your feet? Directly on I call those feet. shit flippers. <laughs> put on your shit flippers and flip some shit. I, <laughs> I will, do you guys have a specific, this is an interesting festival because it's like city-based with a few different destinations. Like Bonnaroo is a little, like you might dress differently for Bonnaroo than you would for, because you need to kind of like survive and Bonnaroo. You have to be prepared for the elements at Bonnaroo. It's yeah. like Hunger Games. <laughs> the temperature changes drastically too because it's like super hot and maybe even dusty during the day. And then it gets like cold, potentially rain. It, no, it rains every year there. Yeah. Like yeah, it's gnarly. And then like everybody's like, there's like these tweens and nothing but like, you know, like mini skirts that couldn't fit over my foot. And, and then they're like freezing to death. Yeah, there's always dudes, buff dudes in just shorts, sunglasses, and a backpack. There's like, that's like a new vibe at uh, festivals. There's, no, there's not less and less people who look like me rolling fucking hash balls on their belly and shit like that in the parking lot. It's more and more like day traders with fucking yeah. who are on medicinal ketamine or whatever. <laughs> uh, I think I saw this at Bonnery for the first time and I've, I've used it ever since, but it was spray painted like up on a mural. It said, don't be that guy. And I, I've been that guy, especially in my 20s. I'm no longer that guy. But it, it is such a good lesson. Like, just don't be that guy. Yeah, the like guy who's ruining the concert or... Yeah, there's a there's a, like a would you post it kind of is the same thing. Like, would you do would you put it on so would you do it if you wouldn't put it on social media? Uh -huh. People right. will put some shit on social media. Yeah. I don't trust that. Oh, I, that don't be that guy's good advice. Like, it's oh, it's no one is ever mad at the second drunkest person at a party. But people will remember and hate whoever was the visibly drunkest or most fun. So if you're just below that. I'm going to say it, guy. <laughs> it's not usually a girl who's ruining everyone's vibe no, by being not. too drunk. <laughs> but there's just dudes. They're better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. They went to Catholic school, motherfucker. They know how to drink. Hard as fuck. It's the blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. They're playing later, Blood of Christ. <laughs> they slap the Franzia bag, the Blood of Christ. <laughs> I play the Eucharist. <laughs> like Zoe Deschanel playing <laughs> playing the ukulele wrist. Uh the uh <laughs> You don't want to go out of the gate too hard at a festival because that's always funny when it's like, or sad, depending, but it's like 2.30 and like the, you're five acts away from the closer and you see like people passed out like face down in a fucking urinal trough. can't drinking that starts at noon, man. Not anymore. Not, not if I want to do something at 8 p.m. Like, I, like so I, that's why like weed is so powerful in, in a way. Like you can like be high all day and then at like the second, you know, the, the opener to the, 
big finale, you can start getting on it after the beer. Well, like, I was just at it South is a by, timing thing. I was just at South by, and people. Uh, I was I was up at like midnight. We're hanging with these people. And are like, hey, tomorrow at noon, there's a brunch and there's free mojitos and like everything's about free. It's like it's free whiskey. It's like. <laughs> Like that makes it okay. <laughs> right. You get fucked up at noon because it's free. <laughs> yeah. like, intake, mo- <laughs> intake, intake. The money isn't the limiting factor. I'm not rich, but I'm not chasing things solely. I don't need to go have sausage and whiskey because I can get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell you what else you can get is gout. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all these festivals now are getting, like, food is becoming a huge element of them, For too. sure. It yeah. used to just be, like, survival. Be like, yeah, I'll eat a slice of pizza. But now it's like, Chef Ludo is here making short rib fucking gyros Kobe or whatever. sliders. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, just give me oh a corn dog. Oh, my God. I meant to tell you. When we left the hot dog cart, we ran into Shane on the street. We had been at a concert together, went our separate ways. Uh, and I was doing that bit where you loudly talk shit about someone and keep saying their name, thinking they'll hear you. But Shane had headphones on, and unbeknownst to us, because of his hair, I was behind him for like two blocks. Being I like, wasn't sure it was him for a second. That's, I started panicking. I was like, oh no, it's like, not him. Like, it's it's, you think it's guy. me, and it's not me. And I'm like, hey, Shane Torres is my friend. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite thing to do at a restaurant now. It's like if I'm on a date with someone, which doesn't happen often. But... Uh, <laughs> Maybe because of this bit. Uh, but, like, if we're out to di- if Gabrus and I are out to dinner and the waitress walks away, I'll be like, I think she seems nice. Like, really- <laughs> <laughs> like you're arguing with him about it? <laughs> no, See- no, she's great. What are you talking about? As if you were just. Again, they're people. Treat them like that. So when I, we ran into Shane, we, we had some hot dogs on us from this cart, and I made the joke of like, dude, I'm going to go grab another one from this place to try out two different spots. We all went into our hotel, went to our room, said uh-huh. goodnight. I was sitting there for like five minutes, and I was like, I'm going back out. I got you. You went to that hot dog stand? I'm so embarrassed. I went, I went back out. Smoked. Our rooms are right across from one another, and I was like, I was just... I, I'll be. I was in my bed watching New Girl on my phone, and I heard a like I heard a door slam. New Girl or New Girl? New Girl. <laughs> she was playing the Eucharist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she really forces a lot of singing into that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's obvious. She likes to sing. It's fine, but let, don't put it down my fucking throat. You know. <laughs> That's what karaoke's for. <laughs> So I went back out, smoked a J, and then got in line to get, uh, and I went to the one that's like, I, I guess pretty close to here. I think it's right across the street, that, that yeah. late night cart. Don't and, act like you didn't clock it. You yeah. knew where it was. <laughs> this is somewhere around here. I could, like, I could tell I'm you so hungry, saying. looking for something to eat. <laughs> it's 41 meters away from here, What's I up, think. What's fellow, up, <laughs> young fellow festival goers? <laughs> know where I can get some nosh? I got in the wrong line. There was like an order line and a pickup line. I was in the pickup line for like 20 minutes. Oh, get to the front, dude. and they're like, where's your receipt? And I'm like, huh? And they're like, you got to order. So then I get in that line, no. and the crowd is like building up, and it's all, I am the oldest person out there, 27, and, and I order another, I order the Big Daddy beef with oh, cream cheese. What Someone finally ordered it. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Wait, what, t- let's just clock, what time is this? It's gotta be after one in the morning, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. We what, were, went home. No, for sure. What are the, what are the toppings on this hot dog? Oh, I got, no. I got well, cream, I got cream cheese, relish, what? and, uh, and mustard. That's they awesome. offered cream cheese as a topping, and I, 
Oh, what? <laughs> you feel bad about saying topping now. Yeah, I'm like, is it topping or is it condiment? I'm like, Danielle, you rattled me, man. You fucking rattled That's me. That's how man. we get them, ladies. <laughs> Make them lose their way. Do you way. really want to put brown mustard on that? <laughs> but underneath this little cart, this like little tent, is a young woman working the register, a young gentleman on the grill, a very old guy on the grill next to him, and then two like 50-year-old dudes standing behind them. And three of the five people in this little tent are fucking blasting cigarettes, like, including the guy who's like cooking fries with a cig in his mouth. I have not seen this since I was like 10 in 1991. It was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like just watching. And the owners are in the back just draining cigs, and he's clearly wasted. And it's his daughter on the register, and he keeps saying, my daughter's got a new job, and I'm going to show up and embarrass her in a fucking... And he keeps le- <laughs> listing the outfit he's going to wear, and it's mostly homophobic jokes. of like, I'm going to show I up I got with- some gay-ass sandals on. <laughs> I got a mesh top and a thing and the assless chaps. And he's just smoking cigs, and I'm like, oh, where's your job? And she's like, Cheesecake Factory. And I was like, I don't think you're going to embarrass anyone dressed like that at the Cheesecake Factory, but And I just stood there, and I started getting... A woman behind me was giving me all these this advice of what to order, unprompted, just telling me where to go. And So shit. many people engage with you in the world. It's interesting. I have talk-to-me face. Like, I, like, there's something about the way I look where every... I guess I might be the... Per- I have don't-talk-to-me face, but doesn't help. <laughs> you definitely have don't-talk-to-me face. I've never People seen. always apologize for bothering me. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, sir. It's fine. You're the waiter. Uh, I think some people in this audience said that to me last night. I was like, you're not bothering me. I don't mean to bother you, but have you seen a little girl? She's wearing she's got big tails. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Enjoy your breakfast. Uh, I, I have the look where, I guess... For, it starts with bouncers. Bouncers always just say, like, what up, big man? You hey. know, like, yeah. Yeah. They get you, like, they're like. You're like the only comedian at this festival I could do a clothing swap with. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Get a, what up, big man? It's like, I know you don't like it when people say that to you is what I want to say. <laughs> right. I'm like, good to see you too, big man. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it. It's just like, cool. You're going to, like, identify me by this one marker. <laughs> right. Awesome. I'll go have a giant soda now. (laughs) Sure you can read this ID, you fucking idiot. I'll just be standing there and people will start talking to me and almost as if we've already been talking. Like people usually start in the middle too and they're like, yeah, God damn it, right? With the street light? And you're like, huh? And they're like, oh, I guess I had that first half of the conversation in my head. Then they catch you up to, well, I was just saying, because the street light, you know, it changes and it makes that noise. And it's like, I'm, and, and then I find myself torn between trying to get out of the conversation, but, or maybe I need to stay in it for my own safety or their own feelings. And then also sometimes I have to stay in it just to be like, actually, we, we, we're not supposed to use that word anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I find myself so frequently going like, all right, I think I got to tell this guy about how with the feelings towards the R word. <laughs> like, we don't do it anymore, man. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm choosing now to say it, but I can't stand by it. This is the third time you've used it in reference to French fries, I think. <laughs> these, these French fries are awful. You don't even know what. Well, like, I like it. Maybe a guy's just having like, 
He's like, is that even something like the street lady's just like, ah, oh, my mother's not doing so well. <laughs> you're just like, ah. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to say that word either. <laughs> no, people don't usually talk to me. I'm, well, it, sometimes men scream at me, or they used to when I was younger. But, uh, but and, and I would love it because I would like be on the phone and I would pretend I was on with my dad and I'd be like, say it to my dad. And they'd be like, what? They get so freaked Say it out. to my dad, Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> but then I find myself like, if someone has like a, kid or a baby like I'll kind of engage with the kid or the baby and then the mom sometimes will come in and try and talk to me I'll be like no 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 not you not you <laughs> just your oh, kid that's like that interaction where you're like oh cute dog and the person's like well you know when uh, you're flying in a plane and you're like oh no 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 no, no sorry I, I don't have time to learn anything about you <laughs> I want to get set the record straight though and Danielle, I hope you can support me on this. No. I do like to talk to strangers. Only about the Razorbacks. Or bands. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget yeah, music. It, it'll, if, so like whatever does, shirt you're wearing is what yes, we need to bring yes. up. Exactly. He will. If he sees someone with like a built to spill shirt, there's an entire conversation. <laughs> or I'll bet her on the way out. I'll wear my Devo shirt and I'll go, I bet someone talks to me today because I'm is. wearing this Devo shirt. And, and then, it does And happen. it does happen. And no one does <laughs> I made the picture you're getting Bessa ready like he's a little kid. Are you going to wear your Devo shirt today? Are, are you ready to get to, to talk to people about whipping? Yeah. <laughs> How could someone co- start a conversation with your sweater? Nothing yeah. to talk about. That reminds me, my dad recently has decided to buy my daughter, who's nine, shirts with Latin on them. <laughs> because he thinks they'll be conversation starters for her. <laughs> He's like, I Semper think, Fidelis. Yes, it's so great. <laughs> like, he just will get phrased with Latin. He's like, I think it's going to be a real conversation starter with her friends. Oh, <laughs> like, you think, no. therefore you am. Unless then, she wants to go to a 5 a.m. mass. Wait, so he bought her shirt in Latin, but it was like more of a night shirt. And I was like, oh, he's like, so how'd it go at school? And I was like, Dad, she can't wear it to school because it's more of a night shirt size. So then I get another one sent <laughs> in a shorter size Was it the same Latin phrase? Different Latin phrase. But at smaller size. And Does so, your dad speak Latin? No, he's a lawyer. He's a oh. lawyer. So, yeah. so, a, so a, a few words. Yes, exactly. Quid pro like, quo, yeah, exactly. Et e pluribus yeah. unum. <laughs> so Habeas then, corpus. <laughs> so then he was like, "Okay, how how the shirt go th- this week?" <laughs> I was like, "Dad, she she can't wear it because it's short sleeves right now and it's cold in California." He's like, "Okay, no, no, do not buy her a long sleeve Latin shirt. No more Latin shirts." <laughs> I don't see any shirt going. What shirt would go over well? She, her baby Yoda shirt is a conversation. That's starter. a conversation. Grogu, yeah. huh? Grogu, yeah, huh? a big yeah. fan. It's also about the company you're keeping, though. You're like, like I dress like, you know, like if if I wear a Yoda shirt, it's gonna be a certain kind of man that comes <laughs> up to me. You know, like, you know, like you dress I, like I got a lot of guys who want to talk about the Razorbacks <laughs> coming up to me. You get a lot of people coming up to you asking you, like, last minute how to plug in amp questions. <laughs> I, <laughs> My Marshall's on the fritz. <laughs> hey, man, you got a backup E string I can use? <laughs> I get a lot. Of, do you get, conf- uh, like, uh, people think you're a bouncer sometimes? at the bo- yeah. Dude, if I stand near the door, yeah. I can look at. I used to do this bit. Can I get where- back in? <laughs> I would one just- in, one out. If they're not checking IDs at the door and I'm near the door, people will sometimes just put an ID out in front of me. And I'm like, you think the bouncer's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and thigh-high shorts? Yeah. (laughs) It's a Jimmy Buffett concert or something. I realize my, my outfits I wear, like, aren't specific conversation starters, but I wear a shirt that's like... 
this guy will talk back yes, to me. <laughs> well, Matt also has different shirts because sometimes he engages with people who are against the Razorbacks, too. That's oh, that's his favorite. Cut. That's his favorite. So if someone is from, like, the Longhorns, forget it. It's a whole thing. Hook em, horns. <laughs> that's right. We're in the Sweet 16. Besser, you were saying the other day, uh, if you're near a conversation where people are talking about something you're knowledgeable on and maybe... They're circling something, and you have like the specific they need. It's I impossible. It not is to. painful not to. I completely <laughs> agree. I hate. I I know so little things in life that when I do know something that I think might have at least help them move past this, mo I'll just like lean over and be like, "The director's name is Antoine Fuqua." <laughs> you know, or, like whatever. And at they're the like, same what? time though, he's like, you know, we gotta get our daughter not to be a know-it-all. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where she got that. It's like, well, then spend more time with Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's me. I'm being social. Aren't I? <laughs> he always says to me, "I'm more social than you." I'm like, "What?" Strangers. <laughs> Pol yeah, I was about to say strangers. strangers. Pull our friends. <laughs> <laughs> you were when, <laughs> when did I just do it? It. Uh, I don't know. I, I like that. I, I think people are okay with that. People. Most people like talking about things they know about. So that's why I think T-shirts are a good way to engage. Yeah, we were saying like. We were sitting at the artist lounge, and I was like, uh, oh, yeah, there's some place that's like an arcade. That sounds like a fun venue. And a, a woman who's just like rushing with like a pot of coffee, clearly working, is like, it is actually really fun. <laughs> no, I'm totally not. Check it out. It's fun. No, if someone interrupts my conversation with knowledge, I'm like, who's that bitch? <laughs> fuck I'm used to podcasting. Up. I will fuck them up. I had a baby in middle school. I will fuck <laughs> that bitch up. I went to yeshiva. <laughs> <laughs> Suplex so much. Have you ever had just like the weird, like you'll be talking about one thing and then some guy comes off with the most off-brand, like, I was, uh, I was on a road gig once and this guy came up, I was sitting with this other comic, Don Frost, and we were just eating our lobby waffles, it was like eight in the morning, and this trucker just sat across from us and he goes, you guys remember Y2K? <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. <laughs> And we you didn't were have like, a Y2K shirt on no, trying nothing. to get that conversation. It was so weird. And we were like, yeah. And he goes, I was driving around with 40,000 pounds of cake frosting. <laughs> Makes you think. We were afraid it was going to go bad <laughs> on Y2K. Hey, that was what does it. it make you think? I That's what I want to know. He's, he's like, I, I left it parked in the World Trade Center parking lot. <laughs> that, I remember... Right after 9-11, Matt and I were driving through the country, like driving across country, and we were in, I want to say Georgia or South Carolina, and Matt happened to have on an NYFD sweatshirt. Oh, that's right. Do you remember this? And this one yes. was like, thank you so. for your service. <laughs> and and like, I'm so egotistical, I thought it was my improv ability. <laughs> yeah, long form has been blossoming. <laughs> Did you stolen Valor 9-11? <laughs> I was into those. They had those firemen. Uh, yeah, he had that sweatshirt before 9 11. I will say. <laughs> way that. Before. He had it way before. They had but, a merch shop for an yeah. NY police. And we in, lived right by that fire station. <laughs> but it was just so was funny. A big fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are rocking their police department sweatshirts mm. for fun these days. Yeah, this was fire, fire, fire department. Fire department, yes. fire department Thank you. Uh, I love Irish ever, civil service. <laughs> Do you ever become the bouncer for real? Just uh, I've done that specifically in airports. Tell people how the line's supposed to go. Oh man! <laughs> he will literally be 
like, awesome. are you in row D? Did they call you yet? <laughs> then sit down. <laughs> I'm like, oh my That's God. That's true too, boarding. But I'm talking about where you'll see, and t- please send me a photo when you see this, like a Starbucks or something, and the line doesn't go along the wall. They'll have it go just... Uh, it's chaos. It goes it's, out into the... I can't think what the word is. The, the walkway. Foyer. The yeah. walkway. Yeah. But it just blocks the walkway. Everyone's just lined in a line of the walkway. And you're like, do you not see that everyone's coming this way? you got to tell them how to do a line chain. I think when people... People are assuming I'm just going to be very aggressive because of my size when I do that. So I, I, I stay right away. But on the flight, if you're like... Boarding a plane, the person who tries to jump up three rows, oh. I, I will actually be. I'll put my hand on their chest. I, <laughs> I, when everyone's I, merging in yeah, turn. Yeah, I'm like, wait your goddamn turn. Everybody wants to get off. It's Does so funny. It's a it's a difference week? of like 90 seconds. Yeah, and also, like it's like truly not like oh shit now I'll be able to make my meeting and it's not an emergency imagine yeah and it's also just an ocean of courtesy between those two places of like waiting to get off when you're supposed to get off (laughs) and or bowling over an old woman with a Datsun I feel like airports and uh, airplanes have like people are like it's we are treated so shitty by by the fucking airlines and by the TSA. Where like and it just turned they treat us like such animals that we all become these like We come in with the assumption we're carrying guns and bombs (laughs) and drugs. And we're all have spent a thousand dollars each to just visit a family member and they're just going like open your bag, no water. You know, they like repeat the same five things. It's like prison. They're like squat, spread them, cough. I get Scan a, this, a, giggle at his little pecker, keep moving. I, one time, I was in a bed, it was like 5 a.m. and I was going through security and I like I, I barely slept. And I, something was in my bag that wasn't supposed to be, like toothpaste or something. And they were like, you're not supposed to have this. And I was just like, oh, is this the thing you're in charge of? <laughs> <laughs> I was real shitty, right? Danielle oh, got I into it a, in the Santa Fe airport. I got, this airport is half of a room. <laughs> this is no lie, guys. If yeah. I may, the airport is as big as this stage. Less, smaller, smaller. <laughs> and this bitch, <laughs> sorry, but I was so angry. So I, we have TSA pre-check brag. Excuse us. And um, so I did... TSA pre-check, and they're like, um, and they point to my daughter, who's nine, and was like, she has it, you don't. And I was like, what? They're like, the number's on her thing. I said, who do you think bought her the ticket? (laughs) (laughs) And and again, there's no one in this room. There's like 12 of us boarding. (laughs) The plane is is like a four-seater. And as she's like, sorry, you have to go to the back of the line. I was like, Behind my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) There was a larger line than that. But I was like... You really think they're like she can go, you can't? And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? This is insane!" <laughs> and I was like, fighting with this. And woman. people just, everyone just goes to like their basest instincts, and like you know, you'll be like, go, you're like, oh okay, I'll go wait by my gate, and they'll be like. A forty-year-old man with his shoes off doing push-ups or something like that. Uh, you're, yeah, like, you're like, why is Henry Rollins so amped up right, <laughs> right. now? I once. This was. I couldn't believe this was plain behavior. I saw a man 
clipping his toenails into a plastic bag as his women, as his wife held the plastic bag. Uh, I, I was like, uh, this is the lowest of the low. Like, this was rock bottom. He must I, have a great collection back at home, though. <laughs> it was. And we this were, is 1985. <laughs> This was from uh, Louisville to Boston on an airliner. <laughs> I had a long connection in Duluth. <laughs> it was my lowest moment <laughs> in life. I was like, and I literally turned back and I ran and I said, you're disgusting. <laughs> that is they a lot, They needed to know. Oh, Thank yeah. you. You're but welcome for my you service. that's when you could be the flight attendant and tell them, no, no way, <laughs> off the plane. There's, a, there's like an etiquette that people seem to like, I... I'm a window guy. I don't know what you... Me, what you, too. Yeah, yeah. So that's why the bathroom thing is like an yes. issue. Yeah, yeah. I had this window. I had the shade up, and I was looking out, and this guy next to me, like, it was, like, shining in, and he goes, you're killing me with that window. And I was like, oh, do you want me to shut it? <laughs> and he goes, yeah. And I was like, it's staying up. Oh! <laughs> well, Matt, Matt and I, I had a really I'm not tough really thing. that person, but it was like, you're a dick. Just ask me to shut it. Lead yes. with the ladder of like, hey, yeah. I'm sorry, or, could you shut yes, the window? That's <laughs> all we had to do. Well, Matt, Fucking dick. Matt and I were in the airport and, in an airplane once, and I was like leaning forward, and this guy put his chair back really fast, and it hit me in the head so fucking hard. And I was like, how? Ow! <laughs> it really hurt. And the guy just looks back like this and then looks forward, doesn't apologize. Oh, wait a minute. His wife goes, what was that? And, and he was like, I think I hit her. Like, he knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a kid. Who knows? <laughs> and so I just saw Matt. And this was a cross-country flight to Florida. We were going to Florida, of course. And I just see him steaming the whole flight. He doesn't read. He doesn't watch TV. He just sits, <laughs> like, in wait. Like, just I just burning see burning a hole in the back yeah, of this guy's like, head. Matt was, like, just the entire flight, okay? So then we get to baggage claim at the Fort Lauderdale airport. And... Matt, as we got our bags, everything's cool. Matt, I just see Matt run over to that guy, scream in his face. I don't know what you said. I said, hey, mother... It was something to the degree of... Hey, motherfucker. Oh, I think he laughed, too. Oh, did he laugh? I, I can't remember. Laughed. I go, here's my face. You want to fucking laugh in my face about hitting my wife on the... And I was just in his grill, basically. Let's start a fight. So then, then we go... Uh, the next day, we go to one of my best friend's weddings. And oh, no. small wedding. Small wedding. <laughs> oh, no. About 50 people. I just started sweating. <laughs> I mean, I've been sweating, but I just started sweating more. Go. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> for <Athletic> mattresses. <laughs> we, go, we go to one of my oldest, dearest friend's weddings, okay? Please That's let why him we're be the in groom. Town. <laughs> and Matt and I, small wedding, 50 people at most, Okay. Then Matt, we they're walking, you know, the procession, dun, 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 you know, like all the processions playing. The the, the best man is this man. <laughs> and he's Sounds the like brother, the worst. Man. He's like the brother of the of the person my friend was marrying. Like yeah, like I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Matt just goes, I gotta go. Tell everyone I had food poisoning. <laughs> Is that really what happened? I was if I was like, we're gonna get in a fight if I yeah. stay at this because I'm not gonna apologize and there's no way we're gonna avoid each other. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. so yeah. And you Matt, don't want to ruin the wedding. I don't want to ruin the wedding. And and then, I'm not gonna back down. <laughs> so Matt goes like What a classy move, truly. Like <laughs> that's a grown-up move. That's a yeah. knowing yourself. I was moment. like, I'm about to ruin a memory. <laughs> <laughs> 
about to be that guy. Yeah. Right. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. So yeah, Matt left the wedding. I'm at the wedding just waiting like, Matt got terrible food poisoning. <laughs> Everyone thinks he's sick. My parents the next morning were like, we heard Matt had food poisoning. <laughs> you meanwhile, you have a huge welt on your forehead that's like unexplained. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, guys... Thank you so much for coming and doing High and Mighty at Tree Fort. Uh, thank you guys for coming out. Thank you guys. It really filled in. Like yeah. A lot more folks came there, in. A lot of people coming in for Improv for Humans. I'm glad to get some of that runoff. Uh, you can stay <laughs> some of and that watch. Runoff. <laughs> you can stay and watch the next show without having to get up from your seat. I know you're lazy. Yeah, it's it's nice. Be improv for Humans. Thanks for the plug. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Danielle and John will be here. Sorry. Shane. Yeah. And it's check. Fine. Check out Besser's <laughs> podcast, Improv for Humans. Check out Schneider's podcast, Bitch Sesh. And keep your eyes peeled for Shane Torres' upcoming special uh, coming out soon. Yeah. Get fucking pumped. By the time this it's episode awesome, airs for the listeners, it could potentially be out. Who knows? Shane's one of the funniest stand-ups around, folks, if Thank you haven't you. seen him. No, no sure. hyperbole. No hyperbole. Yeah. One of the best. I'm yeah. also a considerate traveler. <laughs> uh, and also, the next time somebody thinks you're a bouncer at the bar, speak in the highest voice you possibly have. <laughs> <laughs> ID <laughs> Bye shitheads Thank you guys That was a headgum podcast In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. See, I see. It's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to like see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. <laughs> it's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room here. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.